0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the christian and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Okay, praise God. Well, welcome back. Wisdom and Stuff Podcast. This is Daryl Boucher. And uh, in these sessions, we've been talking about cooperating with the seasons. Um, and and really, uh, last time we were talking about just the, the fact that the, 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 when the Word of God comes into our heart, um, it's not about, it's, time is not what's needed for that to come to pass. Okay, what's needed is, a, is literally a seasonal shift and change. And seasons change when the atmosphere changes, the atmosphere changes when the Earth is closer to the sun, okay, and um, cl- or closer or farther away from the sun. But but we know that when you plant in the spring, you harvest in in the summer because seasons shift and and the heat from the sun because the Earth is closer to the sun in the summertime, uh, the heat from the sun uh, literally heats up the soil and the heated soil is what puts a demand on that heart. Okay and so when we begin to understand that it's not about how much time goes by we have to we have to stop waiting for God to do something stop waiting for him to do something he's already done he literally said he's given us all things All things freely he says he says he's literally gives us all all things freely when he gave us jesus He says he gave us all things that pertain to life and godliness says he daily loads us with benefits So so we have to stop waiting for god to do something and stop asking for god to do something and literally begin to say Okay, father. Let me let me just realize that jesus said in matthew chapter 12 That the good things come into my life through my heart The good man of the good treasure produces good things he says and so out of the heart and so uh, it's, it's my heart that's producing everything. And so if when, when my heart shifts, and it doesn't mean I don't love God. It doesn't mean that that, that you know I was in any kind of sin or anything else. It just means what I need to do is I need to realize that that seed that's coming into my heart, it wants to grow something that has never been seen or heard of before or that I've never lived in before. And that means it's going to actually confront thoughts that are gonna challenge it. It's gonna confront traditional thoughts. It's gonna confront uh, you know thoughts of unworthiness it's going to confront all kinds of thoughts and what i have to do is position myself closer to god humble myself more to god to say okay whatever the thought is is that that this seed is is you know uh, currently going to expose when it gets exposed i go to god and i humble myself to his word and i say i know i'm feeling this right now but your word says this and i humble myself to the mighty hand of god and he exalts me and so what happens though is many times we 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 don't realize that, that his ways and his thoughts in my life are going to challenge lower thoughts and lower ways that I'm currently walking in. And so we end up keeping the tradition-based thoughts. We end up keeping the lower-based thoughts, and we just want to be rescued from a situation, but we don't want to change our thoughts. And that is not God's plan. God, we we are not designed to be rescued. We're not designed to be just refugees. We're designed to walk as children of God on the earth. We're designed to walk as kings and priests. And to do that, we have to think like kings and priests. And so, if He's giving us what kings and priests are used to walking in, but I don't think like a king and a priest, then I'm not going to receive those things. You know, I'm just I'm going to literally reject them because they're not going to they're not going to fit with my comfortable you know uh, uh, identity pattern. As as somebody who is not a king and a priest and so uh when we're talking about um you know just the, the seasons in our life uh we we know that that the, the seed comes in and it is it is designed to grow something it's designed to grow something and notice notice what it says here in mark chapter four um it says in um uh verse 26 what we read it says and and this guy it says um excuse me it says uh let's see, so is the kingdom of God, so man should plant seed in the ground, verse 26, verse 27, and he should sleep and rise night and day, and it grows up, and he knows not how, for the earth brings forth fruit of herself. And notice how it says here, it says the earth brings forth fruit of herself. You are designed to bring forth fruit. Your heart is designed to grow certain things. Now, one of the things I find interesting in this is, is that, um, um, let me see here, let me go down a few verses here, because he says, um, Okay, here it is. Uh, is this verse thirty-one of um, verse verse thirty-one of Mark chapter four, and he says, um, uh, so, "It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth." talking about a heart, it is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. Okay, so he says here that when it's sown, it looks small. Now, a mustard seed, I've only seen it, you know, like one time I saw some mustard seed, like some some genuine mustard seed, like from Israel, and it's like dust. I mean, it was so small. This guy had a little envelope of it, and it was like he poured some out, and it was like literally like dust. It was so, so, so small. And he goes, he goes, this is how it looks. When you put the the word of God in your heart, he goes, it's less than all the seeds that are in the earth. So in other words, he's saying, when you put the word of God in your heart, there's other seeds that are already been planted in there. There's there's other seeds that have already, already been planted. See, and then he goes on, he goes, but when it's sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs and it shoots out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge there under, under the shadow of it. So here he says, okay, here's the deal. When the word of God comes into my heart, it looks very insignificant compared to the other thought processes that I've that I've adopted in my heart over the years. So when in other words, if if the word of God comes in and says, "Hey, you know, by Jesus stripes you're healed and not only are you healed but you can walk in perfect health." And you're like, you know what? I I want that to be true. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not even saying that that is not true. I just don't know how that works because all I've ever known is is that in this world you know when when things happen people get sick or when they get older they get they get weaker or whatever and so a lifestyle of perfect health where you never have any health conditions where you never have anything you know that literally you never have a headache you never have uh upset stomach you never have a fever you never have a cold you never have a sniffly nose you never have allergies you know what i'm talking about? this is perfect health you never have you know uh you know your, your teeth never have cavities you never have eye problems you never you almost know, say this is like this is what god this is the, this is the kingdom of god the kingdom of god there is no health problems in the kingdom of god there's no health problems at all there is no 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 aging that 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 means you know that you you get frail or you get you know decrepit or anything like that there's no degeneration of life in the kingdom of god there's no degeneration at all and so life is only life and life is more abundantly and so when we have this promise it says you can walk in perfect health we hear it and we don't necessarily disagree with it, but it is it looks insignificant compared to all the things we've heard and experienced. He goes, listen, when you he goes, it he, he calls it, right, verse thirty one. Jesus is saying this. He goes, It's like the grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth, in your heart, it is less than all the seeds that are already in the earth. So you already have a lot of seeds, right? And then he says, But here's the thing. He goes, But when it is sown, if you allow it to be sown, now you know, you don't just scatter seed, you're supposed to sow seed. In other words, that's an intentional, purposeful thing. When you sow seed, you're not just throwing it on the ground. You're literally digging a hole, making room for it, putting it in there, putting something, you know, putting dirt over it, watering it, fertilizing it. You are purposely tending that seed. That's how you sow seed, right? You sow seed intentionally and purposefully because you want something to grow that wasn't growing before. Okay, you want something there that wasn't there before. You want a harvest that you never had before or whatever. And so here he says, when you, when when the seed is sown in your heart, it says it, it grows up. It becomes greater than all the herbs and it shoots out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. He goes, oh man, there's already things growing in your heart. He goes, but it becomes greater than all the herbs. There's already seeds in your heart and there's already things growing based on those seeds in your heart. But... Even though this seed that comes in, that looks like the word of God. It looks it looks like it's not even, you know, in comparison. It looks like it just what's this what is this small seed possibly going to do? But when we do it by faith and we go, no, 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 no. I know the potential of the word of God. I know this is the word of God and God cannot lie. And so this is truth and truth makes me free. And so when I take that seed, and I don't just hear it, I don't be, I'm i not a wayside person, I'm not a stony ground person that has a fence. I don't get offended because of the word, I'm not a thorny ground person that lets it grow up for a little while, then it gets distracted, I'm a good ground person, I literally take that word, and I actually, I actually make room for it in my heart, which means that I probably need to, you know, I'm going to have to confront things in my heart right now that don't look like that seed. And I have to devalue those thoughts. I have to devalue if if it's about perfect health, then I have to devalue the the current paradigm that I think that when you get older you get sicker. Or I have to th- I have to devalue the paradigm that says you know every year you have to get the flu or 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 that you're, you're you know if you do this and then, then all these things are going to happen physically to you. Those are all contrary to the word. I have to make room for the word. I have to literally make a space for the word and say, no, 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 the, the, this part of my heart, it, it's the home of the word right now. This part of my heart, it only has the word of God in it right now. And then he says, well, here's what happens. Even though it looks small, even though you don't even know how it's going to work because it says the farmer sows the seed, it grows up and he doesn't even know how. All he does is sow the seed. He sows it, but he doesn't even know how it grows. He doesn't understand the science behind it. He doesn't need to. He just needs to be involved with the process. And so... Like I said, though, so you, you plant you plant the seed, but then you get your heart in position and you cooperate with a seasonal change. And you go, okay, if this seed's gonna grow the way it's supposed to grow, if I'm gonna put a demand on this seed, then, then my heart needs to get closer to God. It needs to get closer to his power. It needs to get closer to the anointing that literally will engage my heart the way it's designed. My heart is engaged. It's literally designed to be engaged with the power of God. It, now, what I love about this, it's like this, um, you know, uh, we lived in Oregon for a number of years. I was born and raised in Oregon. but, uh, but Rachel and I uh, we lived in Tulsa for a little while, but then we moved to Oregon for a, a quite a while. and um, and when we were living there, you understand Oregon? We lived in the Willamette Valley, and the Willamette Valley is like so fertile. It You can grow like anything in the Willamette Valley. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what: the soil there is just rich. It's it's you know it's just very very you know dark, rich soil, and things just grow. I mean, they just grow and they just grow and grow. You don't even have to try to make them grow, um, but because the soil is so rich there. Now the thing is, in Oregon. Um, if, if I were, to, if, uh, when we lived there, if I were to go about in my backyard and I were to dig a hole and I were to plant a banana seed, uh, you know, a, t- a banana tree seed in that hole, I, so I, I plant a banana tree seed in the hole and then, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, whatever, 12 feet from it, I go over, I dig another hole and I put a Douglas fir seed in that hole. Now they're both seeds and they both have potential. They both carry a DNA. They're both designed to produce something, right? And the soil is great soil. The soil is amazing soil. Okay? Now, here's the thing. The soil is no respecter of seeds. The soil will try to grow whatever is put into it. That's why it says here that the, that it says that there's already herbs growing up in your heart because you know your heart will try to grow whatever puts in is put in there. That's why he says in Matthew chapter twelve. He says, "The good man of the good treasure produces good things, but the evil man of the evil treasure of his heart produces evil things." Because your heart is not a discerner. Your heart, your heart will grow whatever you put into it, because it's just it's just soil. It will grow and grow. And it's just designed to grow. It will it will try to grow anything, and uh, and so. Over the years, you know, like like you know, growing up and me not walking with God, you know, uh, in my in my young younger years, uh, you know, there were things that happened that planted seeds of unforgiveness, that planted seeds of strife, it planted seeds of insecurity, planted seeds of of you know rebellion or pride or whatever. All kinds of seeds were planted in my heart, and my heart was growing those things. There was already fruit coming from those things. I already had fruit coming from pride and from insecurity and from fear and from control mechanisms and from from you know being hurt and abused and all kinds of stuff. I had unforgiveness fruit. You know what I'm talking about? You you have fruit that's growing in your heart. It's literally manifesting in your life because your heart is not discerning. Your heart is just meant to grow. That's all it's meant to do. Okay? It's just like your natural heart in your body. Your natural heart will pump anything. It's just a pump. That's all it is. Your natural heart is just a pump. So if, if you, now it, you, know, it's designed to, to pump blood, that's what's designed to pump, but it will pump anything. So if I put poison into my bloodstream in my leg, my heart will pump it through the rest of my body, Is't that right? So when the poison reaches my heart, my heart will not be like, nope, not pumping you. I only pump pure blood. It doesn't have that discerning ability. It's designed to pump. And that's why Jesus says the good man out of the good treasure of his heart produces good things because it's pumping. And then the evil man will produce evil things because it's pumping. And here the, 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 the ground, the soil of my heart is growing things. And so... So all growing up I had all kinds of seeds, and that's what Jesus says, when you plant the the, the seed of God's word in your heart, it looks smaller. It looks it's, it's like how, how can this, you know, if I have the, the seeds of God's love come into my heart and I've not ever known love before in my life, it looks so insignificant. And you're like, but what can that possibly do in relation to all these decades of me not knowing how to walk in love or not how to be loved? And so so uh that goes in, but then it says but then it, 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 when it's sown, verse, verse 32, it grows up and it becomes greater than all the herbs. And it shoots out great branches. I love this because it says it actually grows up and it outgrows all the other herbs. It outgrows those other herbs. Even though those other herbs are growing in your heart or from your heart into your life, it outgrows those things. And it's like, going back to my example, if I plant a banana seed tree in my backyard and then over here I plant a dug fir, that soil it will try to grow both those things it is not a respecter of seeds it will try to grow because it is what's designed to do and it is very good at growing things your heart is really good at pumping things your heart is perfect for pumping things your heart is perfect for growing things it is designed to grow things and it does a great job at it but it's not a discerner of good or bad okay it doesn't discern good or bad okay it just grows things and so here's here's the thing if i plant both those seeds in my backyard I guarantee you both those seeds will begin to grow. The banana tree will begin to grow, and the Doug fir tree will begin to grow. But I also want to tell you, if if Oregon, you know, if, if the weather there stays the same as it normally does, that Doug fir tree will grow way faster than the banana tree because it's not a tropical environment. And so so the the even though the, the banana tree will begin to grow and you might even maybe get a small banana tree out of it. I don't even know, you might actually get a few bananas. I don't even know. I wouldn't be surprised because the soil is so good there, but the environment is not is is not basically you know compliant to the banana tree's needs. The Doug fir is so so that that soil, even though it will grow anything, it's designed to grow certain things. When it's mixed with the environment, the soil is designed to grow certain things, even though it will grow anything. It's designed, and it will grow best the things it's designed to grow. So that Doug fir will will shoot up. That Doug fir will outgrow that banana tree so quickly, and it will become a big giant dug fir tree in no time. And the banana tree will probably end up reaching a certain limit and only growing so much because even though it's, it's growing, the the soil and the environment are conducive for Doug fir trees. Now, understand our hearts, even though it could be all of our life, maybe all of our life, we have only grown hurt and pain and strife or control issues or insecurities or fears or whatever. Our heart will grow those things, you know, what? pretty successfully, but it's not designed to grow those things. Your heart wasn't designed to grow those things, praise God. Our first nature is to grow the kingdom of God. Our first nature is to walk in love and peace and joy and strength and prosperity and goodness and health and wholeness. Our prosperity is to walk in, and pour out the love of God that shed abroad in our hearts. Our, our, our first nature is to grow those things, glory to God. And so when we begin to realize that we don't need to struggle with all the old things that are growing, we simply need to, we need to literally sow new seed. We need to sow the kingdom into our life and stop waiting for it to come to pass. Literally, just say okay. Let me get let me get this. You know, let me get my heart into this this place. Let me get my heart into this place that is that is closer to the things of God. Now, what I mean by that is uh, is I mean it, it has to, we have to humble ourselves to an identity that we're not that we're not familiar with. You know, the the Bible says uh, in um, uh, in James it says that uh, that we receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save our soul. Now, that's not talking about Getting saved, it's not talking about becoming a Christian. He's already talking to born again, spirit filled believers in that letter to to the church. He's talking uh, he's he's talking about the fact that our spirits are saved, but our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions still need to be renewed. They need to come in line with God's ways. And it says the Word of God is able to do that. The Word of God has more than enough ability to change our soul from thinking negatively to to thinking in line with God's ways and to producing heaven in the earth. That our soul is. Designed designed for it. And it's the Word of God though that's going to do that. Now now it says we receive with meekness the engrafted word. So so there, there is the, 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 the key is not how much word we get. the key is are we receiving it with meekness? Are we humbling ourselves to it and saying that is truth? And everything else I've thought up until now about that is not truth. And we have to devalue everything that, that doesn't look like the Word of God and we have to value the Word of God that's what when we when we come into with meekness we're not contending with the word we're, we're literally saying that's truth and if God says now now it says we, we, we receive with meekness the engrafted word that means that, that 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 word engrafted it actually means that 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 the Word of God is looking for something that is that is of like nature. And so it's not looking to change me, it's looking for my, for me to agree with that, with, with that identity in me. It's looking for me to correspond and say, yes, I am the healed. Yes, I am the strong. Yes, that's why the Bible says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. It doesn't say become strong, it says be strong, because we're already strong, Right, It doesn't doesn't tell us how to get that way. It just says be that way. And so when we receive with meekness, with the engrafted word, that means we position our heart to God in such a way that we're like, okay, praise God. I'm no longer trying to become that. I am that. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the healthy, the whole, the strong. I am the child of God. I carry the divine nature of God, and when I begin to read the word, I allow it to come in and now there's an environment that is actually conducive to allowing my heart to put a demand on that seed, and it says it will shoot up great branches so that so that it will it'll, it'll number 1 outgrow all the other herbs, all the herbs of pain, all the herbs of of, of hurt and and all the herbs of strife and, and and division. All those things will pale in comparison to the kingdom of God growing out of our hearts and it will shoot out great branches. So the fowls of the air can actually lodge under the shadow. It will actually, we the, the kingdom of God will become so rich out of out of our lives and in our lives that that other things will actually find habitat and 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 find shelter in in the lifestyle that we live. Praise God. That's the design of our heart. That's the pure nature of our heart. But it become it comes through seasons. We have to identify seasons and agree with seasons and not. Just wait for God's word to come to pass. Because if, if the season of our heart doesn't shift and change, if the season around our heart doesn't change, and if we're not yielding to the, to the ways of God and getting our heart into the environment of growth, then that seed will, will, will remain dormant from now until when we go to heaven. But praise God, that's not who we are. Let's go ahead and pray. We'll wrap the session up. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we are children of God. We are we are those who are designed to carry and, and Father God, to grow your kingdom in the earth. And we thank you, Lord God, that we, even though it might look small compared to the other things that are in our heart, we know that it carries the potential of infinity, of limitless in in us and on us and through us, and that our heart is designed for this. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.